Welcome to the first episode of Health Leaders Women in Leadership podcast. I'm Melanie Blackman, Strategy Editor for Health Leaders. My guest today is Mimi Liu, Chief Technology Officer at Firefly Health, a virtual first primary care, behavioral health, and specialty care service headquartered in Watertown, Massachusetts. Mimi, thank you so much for being here. Happy to be here. Thanks, Melanie. Mimi joined Firefly Health in April 2020 during the start of the COVID-19 pandemic. Through her role as Chief Technology Officer, she focuses on making quality and affordable primary care available to Firefly Health patients. Previously, Mimi served as a technologist for Devoted Health and climbed up from Senior Developer to Executive Director of Engineering at Athena Health. She received a Bachelor of Science in Electrical Engineering and Computer Science from the Massachusetts Institute of Technology. Acknowledging your background in digital health and technology, I wanted to start our conversation there. What has been your experience in trying to make healthcare more efficient through tech-enabled efforts in your previous roles and now at Firefly Health? Why are you passionate about that work? That's a great question. As an engineer by training, healthcare is such a great opportunity, both in terms of just how complicated of a problem it is to crack and just in terms of how existential of a problem it is in this country and globally. So I think that was really the lure in terms of, you know, why I'm passionate about the work is I think the potential for, for impact at scale is just tremendous. From a more optimistic lens, right, like there's just so much good you can do in this area. And I was really lucky to have started my career at Athena Health. I was kind of found myself at this company where it was service focused long before SaaS was like a common thing out there. And so healthcare is complicated. You can't just solve it with technology. And so got a lot of early exposure to really thinking about healthcare problems and tackling them from a really cross-functional perspective. So thinking about my role on the technology side and partnering with wonderful clinicians and, and operators. So that's been a tremendous experience. Why did you choose to join Firefly Health? And what was your experience in starting your new role during the pandemic? So I think me joining Firefly was a natural progression in my career journey. Again, having started Athena, I was really focused there on just really tech enabling and optimizing the moment of care within the four walls of the exam room. So I spent a lot of my time optimizing and building kind of clinical workflows for encounter visits between clinicians and patients. But it probably took me too long to realize that that just represents one small sliver of the overall healthcare journey for patients. And so ultimately, after a long stint at Athena, I joined a startup called Devoted Health, which is in the Medicare Advantage space in part because I really wanted to have not just clinical levers, but also financial levers to help improve the experience of healthcare for, for people. And so got a tremendous experience thinking about healthcare more holistically that way. And during my time at Devoted, you know, I abstractly understood the importance of primary care, but it wasn't until I really kind of had the breadth of data and exposure from a plan side to see the, the wide range of performance in terms of financial outcomes, but also clinical outcomes for patients based on the quality of primary care doctor they have access to. So 
that really drew me to Firefly because I feel like prior to that, I was really at arm's length from the patient. And as a virtual first primary care and you know, specialty care service, Firefly, I think, is the quarterback of care for, for the patients we serve. And that just, I think, gives us so much opportunity to really kind of impact the patient experience at the end of the day. You know, I joined Firefly at the start of April this past year, right when COVID was on its upswing. And looking back on it, it's it's kind of funny because one of my main concerns heading into this new role at Firefly was, would people be ready for virtual first care? Which in hindsight, over the course of this past year, I mean, it's just tremendous how far I think the industry has shifted and patient expectations have shifted in terms of embracing that model of care and also the industry in terms of like updating its mechanisms of payment and just like the whole infrastructure to kind of build virtual care into how care is delivered. The timing from my perspective was really interesting uh, to see kind of experience that dramatic shift in the industry firsthand in this role. Can you talk about what you've accomplished in the healthcare technology space in the past year? So in the past year, for any startup, you know, we're still pretty early stage. It's all about finding our, our product market fit, right? So this past year has been a lot of, you know, reacting to the changes that COVID has brought to healthcare. I think a lot of us in healthcare have spent the year adapting, right? And so that's why one of the things I've been really proud of our team at Firefly or is kind of our adaptability and our ability to kind of really evolve and iterate. And one of the things we did was we launched a return to work service, which really helped employers bring their employees back into the workplace safely. And we did that jointly across our product offering and, you know, clinical services offering and operations offering. And that, that was huge for us. Meanwhile, also really kind of scaled up and, and matured a lot of our core primary care offerings and layered on additional specialty services through it all too. So it's just a lot of really exciting threads to pull on at the same time. Definitely a lot <laughs> change to adapt to, but I think we came through the other end having learned a lot and feeling really accomplished in what we were able to do during that time. We'll be back after this short break. Hi, I'm Alexandra Pecci, Revenue Cycle Editor at Health Leaders. Don't miss the Health Leaders Revenue Cycle Podcast, which drops the second Tuesday of every month. You'll get to hear Revenue Cycle executives sharing their innovative ideas and proven strategies for tackling big issues like price transparency, denials management, surprise billing, artificial intelligence, and so much more. Subscribe and listen to the Health Leaders Revenue Cycle Podcast on Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Stitcher. What has been your experience as a woman working both in tech and healthcare and leadership? What hurdles have you faced and overcome? There's a lot in that question. <laughs> I would say as a woman in tech and a woman in healthcare, I think there are slightly different experiences, right? Or I would even say a woman in leadership. As a woman in tech, one of the things I love is I've been in the industry long enough to see a shift in kind of like mentality around diversity and, and technology. When I started, I think there wasn't nearly as much energy and general awareness about like how do you better support underrepresented folks in this 
industry. And I think there's just so much positive energy on that front that I am really optimistic where we're going overall, where we're headed. But also, you know, I should render at how long it's taken us to make progress and still how slow it is. And so I joined Athena when it was about 30 people in technology, and I was only the second woman on the team. And throughout my time, my 12 years at Athena, I was the most senior woman in technology. And so I've had a lot of experiences on that you hear about in this space in terms of women shouldering a lot of the burden of, you know, diversity initiatives and not just women, but the people who <laughs> are underrepresented shouldering that burden disproportionately. And frankly, at moments in my career, I got pretty burnt out on, you know, being kind of consistently the sponsor for various initiatives on that front. At the same time, though, from a leadership perspective, it was a slightly different experience, whereas like often I was the only you know, person who wasn't white in the room. And I think healthcare similarly has dimensions where it could be more inclusive. I and mean, I think that's especially been spotlighted in terms of that inequity being exacerbated during COVID. So it's really top of mind for me. And this is why I think at Firefly, we think really hard about how we build a team that, you know, reflects the, the patients we want to serve. And I think there's more we want to do there. But I think the general kind of awareness and the motivation to get there, I think, is, is there. I think other hurdles that come to mind include certainly I hit parenthood at the same time that my, my career was really taking off. And so a lot of the harder parts of kind of my journey has been those two things coinciding. And on the other hand, it was also really comforting to come across really strong women leaders and mentors who either experienced some of that or, you know, decided to not have a family and realize that some of those challenges kind of persist regardless of the path you take. It was in some ways nice to hear that some of that wasn't just in my head, right? So, but overall, I think Despite all kind of the challenging points, I've been very fortunate. And I think about the multiverse of realities that could have, you know, happened for me. The one that I followed, my, my reality, it's one that I feel incredibly, incredibly lucky to have experienced. What advice do you have for women who want to serve in leadership roles in the tech space or in healthcare? One of the pieces of advice that has always stuck with me is that on yourself. Most where I've done that, I've never regretted doing so. So taking a leap of faith and taking a role that you might not see yourself necessarily succeeding in, but orienting towards the change and towards growth, I think has served me well. So I encourage you know others to really think about less so the risk involved and reframe that in terms of what is the growth there for me if I do take that step, even if it's scary or or if there is a lot of uncertainty around it. I think that's certainly helped me in terms of kind of my last few jumps in in roles, especially into a startup where you don't often have the sort of degree of certainty that you'd ideally like. And in terms of healthcare more broadly, my advice would be there's a lot of benefit from seeing a problem from different angles. So for me, having seen things from like the software services provider side and then seeing the same problems through the payer lens and then now through the care delivery lens, direct provider side has been incredibly rewarding and fun, right? To, to kind of realize you thought you knew healthcare, but then you see a whole different side to it, and it makes your perspective and your ability to problem solve that much richer. Well, Mimi, it's been wonderful speaking with you. Thank you for being here and sharing your expertise with us. It's been lots of fun. Thanks so much. And thank you, listeners, for joining us. 
on the Health Leaders Women in Healthcare Leadership podcast. Until next time, keep taking care of your patients and each other. Thank you.